0: Episode 79 from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your host Ryan Smith and with me as always my co-host Lucas Egan. Lucas how have you been? How's your
1: weekend brother? My weekend was good. It was a, a busy weekend. I took part in a, uh, a little panel discussion, celebrated my girlfriend's mom's birthday, and got ready for the last time I'm going to say this my first Bright session on Thursday, July 22nd. Tickets at brightlife.com. <laughs> so I was in yeah. final preparation for that. So uh, uh, a productive weekend. How was yours, Rain? Uh It was good. Like I was saying, we
0: I, I actually had to work a little bit. Uh, we had a, a food and cocktail series that we've been doing. This is episode three. Uh, So I did that. Then we decided to do a little staycation. We went and got a hotel uh, up over at uh, Lake Las Vegas. We did the water course, which absolutely kicked my butt. I was saying this. I was like, I don't know why they have a 90-minute. They have a uh, a 30-minute or a 45-minute, and then they have a 90-minute. We opted for the 90-minute. I was done after, like, the first 20 minutes. Uh, But I I sucked it up, and I went back in because my daughter couldn't go in by herself. And I made it the second half. Uh, all the way through, but I can tell you right now, my body, my body, my body
1: feels it. <laughs> so didn't get a lot of games in this weekend either. Obviously, you won <laughs> Dad of the Year, but unlike Reggie, your body was not ready. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do it for the kid.
0: Um, other than that, though, it was it was uh, uh, fantastic. Um, as usual it's nice to just be able to take a little bit of time and i'm hoping to to get another day uh just cuz i did work uh uh 6 days last week so we'll we'll see if we get it in but i got there's a lot of big projects and stuff like that coming up too uh but speaking of big things coming up uh wow dude did did uh, valve drop a bomb on us the steam deck has officially been announced we didn't even know that this was. i didn't know this was coming but it is a handheld console from valve uh, that taps into uh your steam library this thing you know right here number one switch pro who switch pro <laughs> what <laughs> Who needs a Switch Pro when you got this this Steam Deck? Uh, this is freaking awesome. This thing should be able to play uh uh AAA games. it looks like there's some some the my only thing that I've seen so far that I'm kind of like, meh, are you see where those the the thumbsticks are in the controls? Yep. I don't know how I feel about them being so high. I like uh me. I, I feel like if they were down further, but I see why they did it because of those uh because of those those touchpad things there. Uh as far as with that. There's three different um there's three different basically models that you can get there is a 64 gig version for 399, a 256 gig version for 529 and a 512 gigabyte version for 649 and these things are moving fast. Um yep. the, obviously the more expensive version of the Steam Deck has a NVMe SSD storage uh which is huge that's fast that's super fast speed uh and and the storage so you know that that's pretty awesome um and then i I believe it also takes sd cards or micro sd cards which i don't know how well that will work per se um just because those aren't the fastest they don't have the fastest speeds so i can't imagine i can't imagine um uh trying to game from one of those, but I'm going to have to do some more digging as far as with that. What are your thoughts on it uh, yeah. so far,
1: Lucas? I mean, I'm really intrigued. It, it looks great. This is this is something that, that it would seem to be kind of right up my alley. Like, I am not a, a big PC gamer yet. Like, you mm-hmm. know, Ryan, we've talked about it. I want to jump in at some point, point. Uh, one day eventually build my own uh, gaming PC, but this seems like a good, like, intermediate step that would give me access to the vast library of PC games, um, and wow. I am like I am somebody that when the world was was normal before the pandemic, I took my Switch everywhere. So like the idea mm-hmm. that I could take my PC gaming library on the go is always intriguing to me. Uh, like you, I'm a little worried about the controls. They look really far out there and I don't know yeah. how comfortable that is. I have smaller hands, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the other kind of unfortunate thing for me is 64 gigabytes probably isn't enough for anyone nope. that's going to buy this machine. You know, that, that in this day of day and age, especially if you're going to play any triple a games, you got to go at least for the 256 version. So $399 is not really the entry price point for me. I'm looking at at least the $529 one. Um, so that's a little unfortunate, but that's okay. There's got to be compromises somewhere. Uh, it was right. a surprise announcement. I don't think anybody was expecting it. I'm super excited. I have not pre-ordered it yet. I am on the fence Uh <laughs> I kind of wish I could get my hands on it to try it just to mm-hmm. make sure the comfort thing's okay because I'd hate to drop that kind of money and then find out uh, it's not optimal for my hand size. But we'll see. We'll see. It's it's definitely a giant step forward. Um, the one thing that I would caution that I had to tell myself is... We have seen other Steam machines, not handheld, but, you know, Valve Mm -hmm. has made like those those Steam machines in the past that were supposed to kind of bridge the gap between PC gaming and consoles that never really caught on. So Mm -hmm. there's part of me that's still a little worried that, you know, sometimes these things sound really cool, but the actual execution doesn't quite live up to the hype. But... I definitely want to buy this. Like, I want to buy it. I'm just not there yet.
0: Yeah, no, and, you know, I I think you make up an interesting point as well. It's the fact that, because Steam does have remote play access and cloud gaming access as well. So I don't know if this machine is going to tap into any of that at all. I would love that, because then you're going to save a ton of... uh, uh, you're going to save a ton of money, you know what i mean? Or not money, i'm sorry. You're going to save a ton of memory not physically having to download the games to the console. Um that is m- one of my biggest things that you're saying. Like the 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 very first tier of this console is basically useless, i think. I mean, you're going to you may have one or two games, uh, especially with these AAA games and how big they are. Uh, you're not going to be able to get a lot of games or keep a lot of games on here. Um my thing as far as with this, this could be a great way for me of the uh, for me to be able for me to be able to attack my backlog library which is Steam, uh which is houses the majority of my backlog. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you're right. I I think definitely a hands-on uh feel for this is necessary for me to be able to pull the trigger i know that some internal uh, nerdy stuff uh it's got an amd zen 2 uh 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz uh it's the cpu clock speed uh the gpu is an amd RDNA 2 um looks like uh Eight compute units whatever that is <laughs> <laughs> um the ram is 16 gigabits of LPDDR 5 uh at 5500 mts 32-bit quad channel it looks like though that uh so here's my thing though so it's got 64 as far as storage it's got 64 gigabits emmc but then it also has Either 250. Oh, I see. So that so the the base model, even the base model storage is an EMC, uh, EMMC, whereas the 256 and the 512 are NVMe SSDs. So that in itself, uh, you know what I mean? So you're going to have it's going to be slower on the base model than it would be on the mid tier and the top tier. Uh, with a seven-inch LCD screen, so it's not even OLED. Uh, it's just an L E or LCD screen uh, with a resolution of 1280 by 800, which is kind of a funky. Uh, uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's close to 720p. It's a little above 720p because 720 is a uh, uh, 1280 by 720. So, right. um, and then with a the refresh rate of uh, uh, 60 hertz. So it definitely, it definitely has you know, some bang to it, some bang, bang to it. Um, but you're right. I think this is, this is definitely, I feel like this could be, it would be tough for me not to be a PC gamer or or already have games on Steam and want to get this. I've got a ton of games on Steam and I'm still very, very, I'm sitting on this. This is not a pre-order for me. Um, just because I feel like, that there could be, I don't know, like it it seems almost, it seems almost contradictory. If I already have cloud gaming on Steam, do I really need a handheld to do it? And I get it if you want to be able to play your games on the go, uh, Mm -hmm. that obviously is a different story. But as far as with me, my travel experience has decreased exponentially from, you know, before everything went down. So it's like I'm still trying to do I'm still trying to beat Breath of the Wild. All right. I still need to beat (laughs) Breath of the Wild. I need to focus on my one console or my one handheld console before I start looking and getting greedy and, and jumping on this hype train. I am definitely curious to see what people's thoughts are on this and to get a little more information on in a practical sense where people get to get their hands on it and actually play it and stuff like that. Um, this but still though, what what a pleasant surprise. You know, everybody was, was hoping for a uh, for a Switch Pro and they said, Oh nay nay, here's some O L E D for you. And then all of a sudden Val says, But wait.
1: There's more. (laughs) Now, if if only we could somehow merge the two, so we could play Breath of the Wild two on the Steam Deck, and we could have like the best of both worlds somehow.
0: I could get all board with that. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely one to watch. I, I, I would say this is a I wouldn't say it's a, a must have, especially for those right. that are that have like younger kids or something like that if you're more of a serious uh gamer especially a pc gamer or you're looking to jump into pc gaming uh kind of like lucas is saying I, I feel like this could be this is a good segue into getting into pc gaming uh you know what i mean and, and it's obviously had a lot more i mean at, th- at that price point though i feel like you can build a pc for pretty close to that price point and get something even stronger.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say too, especially especially at the two higher price points. Now it's it, it does mm-hmm. seem like you're starting to approach just building your own rig, and mm-hmm. at that point, then the question is, do you need it handheld? Like, mm-hmm. um I mean, honestly, too. Like, like in my case, what the thought did enter my mind is, I already own a Switch. If I did build my own PC game, honestly. The games that I'm playing on the go are the indie games slash, you know, mm-hmm. games that, that don't have a, a, a huge time investment. And the Switch is great for that, too. So, like, yeah, I don't know. You're you're, in, you're entering a little bit of gray territory, especially at the higher price points on whether it's more efficient just to build a desktop pc uh, rather than get this
0: and i i think the you know and i, I agree i agree with that 100 i think the only thing as far as with this because that is the big i'm not a big handheld Gamer, I guess I don't really play games on my phone mainly because I get too addicted. Um, <laughs> those things, those things are are designed to keep your eyes on that phone and playing. Uh, they're trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if this had the ability to be able to be fed into a larger monitor, uh, you know that's one of the big things for me with uh, with the Switch. It's a handheld, but you could also put it in the dock, and now it's just a straight up console. You know what I mean? I love having it, and it looks like there might be uh some way of connecting maybe that there's maybe there's like a mini hdmi port or something of that nature but you know again it's it's like at that price point you might as well build your own rig and Mm -hmm. you you know what i mean like there's no point because you're going to be paying around that same price Uh, anyway, and you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck, just building a rig. So really it's about, you know, again, too, but if I was a person that was always on the go, or I had to do a bunch of traveling, this would be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect. So... Yeah, this is definitely a, a sit and wait and, and see. I'm not I'm not you're not getting me on this hype train, but I don't know. There could be more news that comes out and I'm like, I'll take my money. Um, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, this I mean, regardless, this is still a cool drop. I love the fact that that they're giving us something um you know that ta- especially that taps into your Steam library, because uh, if you you are like me, you've got a ton of games that you're not playing on your Steam library, and it'd be fantastic to be able to have a console I could just lay in bed or something, just be like oh, let me hop on some Stellaris or you know whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Get on you, valve. We 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 still appreciate it. these things. Uh, I think they sold out like hotcakes. Like so, right now, pre-orders wise, I don't even think you're gonna get it this year uh, at no. this point in time. At least the mid-grade one. They're saying now that's gotten pushed into 2022 uh, because I believe this drops. Uh, when does this? Do you know when this drops again? Oh, I don't. I, I want to say it's either. I'm trying to look and cheat real quick. Oh, here we go. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I think it was originally set for uh I wanna say December. I want to say I'm looking at the article and I don't see it. Uh I'm just gonna guess and I wanted to say December, I think it was supposed to be uh when it's supposed to drop. It's either December or October. I can't remember. And I can't find the information anywhere. But uh, it's sometime this year that this is um, that this is dropping. So, you know, get on the people. This isn't one that that got me like, oh, you know, take my money's. But uh, Mm -hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely, it was a pleasant surprise to, to get into, to to see this
1: drop. So that was was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Hey, and the good news is if you pre-order now, if the initial people get it and it's terrible, you can just cancel your pre-order since you're not getting yours for a while.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And it is December. It's December of this year is when it's supposed to drop.
1: Interesting hmm Well, good timing anyway. Right in time for the holidays. Who who would have thought that we'd get two portable systems this year?
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, I mean think, well it's crazy because these aren't the only like you have this, there's the uh oh my goodness, what is it? The is it it's not ColecoVision, it's uh Intellivision, right? Intellivision, mm-hmm. I think, is is dropping a console, or they did drop a console, and then Atari has a console that's dropping I think this year as well right it's either this year or next year
1: so I I do have to mention this too because the the whole idea obviously of of taking your your triple a pc games anywhere you want is so intriguing it makes Mm -hmm. me remember the playstation vita because that whole idea Mm -hmm. was you could take your AAA home console series on the go and man sony just just let it die a long, slow death. Like like I totally still have I have a Vita <laughs> Like I don't know if you remember it's this, awesome. but like like in each progressive E3 it just the mentions of Vita just got fewer and fewer and then all of a sudden <laughs> they're just like You know, it exists. (laughs) (laughs) It was ahead of its time. Let me tell you, it was ahead of its time. But moving on from that, we wanted to give a shout out to some local groups. uh, Stormrush Gaming, the Las Vegas Young Professionals, and the Nevada Esports Education League. If you guys will remember, the trio did a charity fundraiser earlier this year. We had... Uh, A couple of them on to talk about it. They smashed their fundraising goal last time, and they are back for another fundraiser this weekend. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 10 a.m. to midnight, I believe, each day. Mm -hmm. And they are raising money this time for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So it's a great cause. These are three fantastic groups. You know, they had uh, entertaining streams last time. Like I said, they raised a lot of money and so if you guys have some free time this weekend check it out help them out they're raising money for a good cause and it's nice to see people game for good that's always that's always a a, a great thing to see
0: yeah for sure dude they are, they are doing good work and i love the fact too that it that they're uh, that they're local as well so it's so important especially in this space to uh Really get the community involved, and then doing things that are going to help. Uh, you know, bringing all these. You know, and then all the streamers uh, that are coming on to help support and 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 uh, be able to help raise funds and things like that. It's like it's one of the things that I really love um about streaming and building communities there and stuff like that is that you can do a lot of good with the people that you're meeting you can collaborate with people and and again they're doing it uh for for a great cause so that's this friday uh starting at 10 a.m um with sunset streamers so i definitely uh, i know I, i hung out a bit uh, on their last one so i'm curious to see what they'll be playing and all the all the stuff that they're doing over there uh and whatnot there's actually um uh yeah this is a this is a full lineup and this is all day for those 3 days so uh make sure you guys go and and check that out or check out their uh um check out their storm rush gaming at storm rush gaming they've got the schedule up there i'm sure they'll have any other information uh as well uh, up there too, so uh, good on you guys. Best of luck uh, during the stream and and raising those funds and everything like that. Uh, we'll make sure that that we are there. Check it out. Go show some love uh, as well to your to your local uh, local charities and local uh, local streamers and content creators. Um, very briefly too, I wanted to say I know that uh, beloved them. They do have the Kickstarter up now for Five Forest Fighters. Uh, mm-hmm. So make sure you check that out uh, too. They just hit their, uh, they hit their goal uh, within 72 hours, uh, which is freaking amazing. So they've, you know, they've extended things and they've got, uh, you know, uh, uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the, the stuff after you hit the goal, the, uh, oh, the stretch goals. Uh, yes. Thank you. The stretch uh-huh. goals, they've got stretch goals and stuff like that. So uh, y- yeah, check that out as well. You can check out their Twitter or just uh, if, if you search for five forest fighters, I'm pretty sure you will find uh, uh the Kickstarter for it and whatnot. But yeah, that's one that uh, I'm excited to, to, to play and, and check out. That's one, that, you know, Again, just how they explain it, It's like, it's easy enough that a noob like me can pick it up and <laughs> and be decent. You know what I mean. So I was like, I do. We get into a fighting game, do some things and stuff. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Good on them. Obviously, the excitement level is high from a lot of people, and it is one of the more unique looking fighting games. So I can't wait to try it out.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys, let's take a quick break, and we're going to be back on the other end to do a little more jibber-jabbing. We'll be right back, guys. If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle, And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard in Hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, let's continue some fun and entertaining discussions. And we had a few questions from Sandman Stories on Twitter. And let's just take this from the beginning. What console had great replay value? And. Mm this is a tough one because i'm i'm generally not revisiting old consoles that much although to be fair a couple weeks ago i did plug in my original xbox just to see if it would still work and everything was running (laughs) and it did (laughs) Uh, you know honestly a console like like no, see, this, this is a tough one <laughs> mm. because backwards compati- compatibility is getting so good. There's there's less of a reason to revisit old consoles. Mm. I used to revisit like the Wii a lot just because there's a lot of games that I love playing with people, even to this day. Um, so, nin- I, I would say Nintendo consoles are are pretty good at giving you reasons to revisit classic games. I'll say that.
0: It's funny that you say that because that's totally because like I have I still have a Wii. Uh, as well and if that that's like uh, If I were to revisit a console It would be the Wii or uh, The N64 I also love the N64 as well Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I love the Wii, but it was such a pain. You had to change the batteries (laughs) and the controllers. You had to make sure the sensor is set up. So it's like, you want to play those games, but it's like, unless you already have like the setup, like ready and stuff like that, it's hard to want to go and dig all that stuff out and go through all those headaches and stuff like that. But I, I would agree with you for me, it would definitely, it would be the Wii. It would be the Wii. I never had a Wii U. Otherwise maybe it would be that but nintendo i think nintendo in general i think for consoles there is that replayability because the games um you know what i mean like they they i feel like they age well um mm-hmm. with the with the consoles and there's games i mean shoot dude i'd go back and play the mario party I, if i could pick up every nintendo console uh wherever mario party started uh which might have been might have been super nintendo uh, uh i would do it cuz mm-hmm. those games are fun regardless. I, it's not about the graphics or this and that. It's about the mini games and, and the challenge and, and, you know what I mean, destroying your
1: child and, right. You
0: know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and this is where that kind of cu- couch co-op really comes into play because you, you don't, you know, it's hard to go back to, like, an earlier Halo because, you know, mm. such a big part of those earlier games were the online components, whereas Nintendo, you can sit down and play a Mario Party, a Mario Kart, or Super Smash Brothers and you don't need to worry about wi-fi or you know having a out-of-date console and trying to hook it back up or anything like that yeah
0: dude i yeah i agree and that that does play very heavily into it you don't have to worry about dead servers or anything like that they're just good all around hey plug and play you got some friends we got some controllers come have a good time you know so yeah for sure uh the next part of the question is from from sandman stories uh what classic video game do you find yourself going back to despite being less than and I assume that you mean less than as in like just like graphics-wise and things of that nature, I'm guessing. Um man, that's a that's another tough question. What classic video game do you find yourself going back to? Mmm. Do you, I, I need to think for a second. I need to okay. think for a
1: second. I'll, I'll answer this two ways and I'll answer the way that I am pretty sure he doesn't mean, but I'll take less than as like, is there a bad game that I go back to? And the answer to that is yes. <laughs> I <laughs> love, I love this game called deadly premonition, which is a terrible game. It's objectively bad, but it's almost charmingly bad. <laughs> so mm. I will play that game forever Uh, but to answer it like like i think how we think he means it um (laughs) my cliche answer is the pokemon series has never pushed the boundary in gameplay or graphics (laughs) like Mm. i mean the graphics have been updated obviously since since the game boy days but like essentially the games have largely remained the same you play one you've kind of experienced them all to a degree but like it's just so addicting that I'll still go back to it. Um, I will say this too that like the campaign for the first Halo game um, even before they released the Master Chief collection uh, mm-hmm. was a game that I would I would revisit all the time because it was an epic campaign and I thought the gameplay held held up reasonably well uh, even before they they fine-tuned it with with the collection. Okay.
0: Yeah, for me, I I would say, and and maybe it, I might have a couple answers here, um, because a game that I'm actively playing that is a classic is uh, uh my goodness, what was the one for sixty four Mario uh, Mario uh, Mario sixty four? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I did I I have that for Switch, and they, you know when they came out with that collection, mm-hmm. um, so I did pick that up. So and I'm finding too, like as I started playing, I was like I don't really remember him being so slippery. Like him, like (laughs) he he is so hard to stop. (laughs)
1: It's
0: (laughs) annoyingly. And then you got drip for the controller. Like, I'm going to have to go back and revisit it. Um, (laughs) But I would say, you know, a, a game that I would love to go back and revisit would probably either be. It would probably be be Chrono Trigger. I loved Chrono Trigger, dude. Like Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger and Breath of the Wild or Breath of the Wild. Breath of Fire three uh, were some of my favorite RPGs uh, growing up. I absolutely loved Chrono Trigger. Uh, I would definitely go back and and play that game now. It's hard, though, especially, you know, kind of like Lucas was saying, the fact that there's backwards compatibility, a lot of stuff is coming to PC now, and things of that nature. I have no need necessarily to go back and play them on their original console i can now play them with upgraded graphics or on you know somewhere that is easier for me like on pc uh to be able to play them but i i think like you know again i think chrono trigger might be on pc i'm not 100 sure but that is definitely one that that i would never get tired of and i actually would like to experience it as an adult uh, again, I, I experienced a lot of those, you know, when I when I was a kid. So being able to like I do that with movies, I'll go back and watch shows or movies that I watched as a kid. And, and I watch them again as an adult to see if they hold up or not. Um, and some of them were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> some of them were crazy, but some of them, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what. um I think that's what So I'm actively playing Mario 64, but I would love to go back and play Chrono Trigger. That's one of my that's one of my all time favorites. Nice.
1: Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. never a more awkward feeling when you go revisit like an old favorite kids movie and you start watching. You're just like, what is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. You know what show
0: really held up, though? Remember uh, Dinosaurs? Uh huh. Yes, dude. That show, I watched it again as an adult, and I was like, oh, this is good. It was really, really good. I think it was even better as an adult than it was when I was a kid, oh, man. to be honest. Yeah, oh, man. it's solid.
1: Yep. I'm I'm not going to lie. When A couple of years ago when they rebooted Power Rangers, I went mm-hmm. back and I watched the 90, 90s movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, oh, with, yeah. with Ivan Ooze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness that's so cringeworthy but I it's and I remember that I was like I used to think that movie was the coolest and I'm like woo, woo. somehow they got us somehow sorry, they got mom us That was
0: the same way I was totally a Power Ranger nerd like I had curtains and everything people would make fun of
1: me it was terrible <laughs> sorry mom and dad you, you guys had to suffer through that movie that yeah nope <laughs> good on them good on them <laughs> All right. So we have one last part to the question from Sandman. Say what series do you look forward to the next part coming out based on what you have played? And I mean, the easy there there are a lot of easy answers for me. I mean, I I, I would say obviously Halo Infinite's the big one for me right now. Like that one mm. is a tangible one, knock on wood, that's going to come out this holiday season. <laughs> mm. Like that, I mean, it's you can add in the horizons of the world, the God of Wars of the world, um, Pokemon's of the world. So I, the, the big series, the big series that, that at least have rumored release windows. I'm excited for a lot of them. It's, it's, it's a great time to be a gamer. Cause I feel like there's a lot of franchises that are really hitting their strides in big ways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's just so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, for me. And, and again, I've only played the first one, but one of the, what I would like to see is a proper, uh, uh, basically a proper Mass Effect 4, mm-hmm. um, which I think that there's talks about that. And and I think that is a thing that's happening. Again, I haven't even played 2 and 3 yet. Just from that first game, though, I had no idea What I was getting myself into as far as playing with that game. And it really, really for me, what really made it sting was that my first experience uh, with the studio uh, Bioware was Anthem. Uh, So I can't even imagine like and I was super disappointed about that. I can't imagine playing all these classic Bioware games and then getting Anthem would have been so upsetting, uh, especially for those that are fans of the company. Um, So I think that's that series is is. It's it's amazing. It's like being in a sci-fi film. It's what it felt like, and I love that. I love science fiction. I love the fact that we get to be there. There's choices we can make. It's like I feel like at the time too. Like that had to have been pretty. Like you know, like wow, this is this is like not necessarily revolutionary, but like you know what I mean. Just like a, a completely different experience, especially at the time that these games actually came out. Um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm blown away, you know, again, I'm, you know, and I'm so glad that they brought this back and they, and they brought it in a proper fashion, upgrading things and, and this and that, because now I'm getting to experience it for the first time. And I'm just like, holy crap, dude, how did I not know about this series before? Why is it taking me so long to play these? And after finishing one game, I'm like, I can't wait for the fourth. (laughs) <laughs> i will i will say that i will play andromeda uh, andromeda uh i'm not one that like you know i don't really listen to reviews and stuff like that everybody everybody has their opinion about things uh mm-hmm. i take it with a grain of salt and i like to experience it myself so i will play that one Uh, As well, but that that for me, like I would love to see more at those series or out of that series. Those characters are fabulous. Um, Everything about that universe uh, is absolutely amazing. And um, I'm really excited to to dig deeper into that story and into those games. I just need to, you know, get get finish them side quests on the
1: first one and then rebeat the game and then I'll move forward to the second one so <laughs> and I'm I'm going to speak a couple of games into existence that currently don't exist <laughs> but but given Sony's emphasis on blockbuster games now it would seem like to me that around the release of the Uncharted movie would be a great time to announce an Uncharted 5 mm-hmm. And I mean, let's let's do that. Right. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. You got it. You got a new console. Start getting the uh, gears turning for for a new uncharted. I I want to see more Nathan Drake. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm going to speak this into existence, too, because there seems to be some question on whether there will be more Little Nightmares games. Come on. Mm -hmm. You guys got to finish the story. You can't. You can't leave this lore incomplete. At least give us something anything DLC to finish the narrative here. Just give it to us. I need more of that series. I could see that being a thing for sure, dude. Like it's you know what a what a and
0: it's a gorgeous series. Again, we still have and we're on a DLC of the first one. We're close to beating that one, and then we're gonna move on to the second one. But uh, you know that's another one. I'm just like, wow, what a weird, interesting, like just fun game that plays with sound and and visuals in a very unique way. Um, And really, that just the atmosphere alone uh, Mm -hmm. of that series is so like it really you know. Brings you in into that universe. Uh, And I have always got an appreciation uh, for a game that can, that can do that for you. So that, yeah, that would be, that would be a really cool series. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. As far as anything, you know, I mean, moving forward, any kind of, uh, uh, you know, necessarily just moving story along. I feel like uh, uh, I'm kind of behind, uh and can i've been I've, I've gotten so caught up in multiplayer games that i've kind of forgotten about you know hey man like i also love you know single player games story driven games and things like that and that's really what i've been doing as far as backlog wise is mm-hmm. trying to attack some of these games that aren't open or multiplayer that have a very finite storyline you know what i mean and just running through running through that stuff and and going through that i think eventually uh We'll get maybe, maybe another Red Dead, Uh, Uh I think would be cool. That's a very, you know, that game is, is deep, deep. And um, I could see that, you know, somewhere down the road, getting, getting another uh, uh, Red Dead, which would be really cool. Uh, But yeah, other, other than that, though, uh, and obviously, like you said, uh, the Halo series, like I still need to bang out all of them basically <laughs> and by basically i mean for real like i'm still on the first game and i haven't gone back in a minute because i i'm you know what i mean oh something shiny uh, <laughs> so i need to go back and, and and do all that stuff but uh yeah yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at dude
1: great great questions there uh sam man <clears throat> yeah definitely yeah thank you for sending those in great discussion starters and so Ryan, we're over halfway through the year obviously. So let me let me just start. I mean, we've been we've been at it now for 79 episodes of Lamp Parties. Crazy. Do you do you feel like you've learned something from all the people we've talked to? Dude, I have learned a
0: ton of things from you know, how the process of composing music Uh, For games to, you know, the programming side of things to the acting side of things. There's so much. And and I think I feel like, too, that's kind of where a lot of people, at least from the outside looking in, don't realize how much goes into video games and how many different, you know, different skill sets. Is you know can be applied to something somewhere within video games. Uh, again, as you know, I I feel like as as we and and the show grows, uh, we're seeing more and we're getting more from from video games in general, and mm-hmm. it's being put more and more you know into the spotlight. Uh, just everyday business things. You know, you've got down at Allegiant Stadium, you've got a Twitch lounge that nobody has been to. uh, (laughs) 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 But that's open now. All right, I think it's going to be opening soon. Um, You know, depends. Things are are changing and whatnot and what have you. Uh, There's also another lounge uh, that I found out here um, through one of the uh, Facebook groups that I'm in. That uh, uh, the owner is in there, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know that this existed. I have to go uh, and check it out and whatnot." So there's a lot of um, there. There has been a lot to to learn in all aspects uh, of gaming, and and for me, my hope too is that you guys out there that are listening are able to get some takeaways, a little more understanding. Into the process of making games uh, from various different areas and and points, developers, studios, the marketing—we've uh, had a little bit of everything on here, um, you know. So I'm super thankful that we've had the opportunity that people have come on and and have been able to to share their wisdom and and their stories, not only with us but but you guys, the listener. So, what about yeah. you, man? What 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 would you say? has been some of the biggest like learning points as far as, you know, within the show and, and where we've grown, it's been what a year, about a year
1: and a half now, right? It has. Yeah. Oh, a it's been a,
0: yeah. A year and a half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest things is just to remember that like, no matter what your talent is, gaming is a big enough industry that you can find your way to be a part of this. You know, I think it's easy to get caught up with, uh, oh, I'm not a voice actor or I'm not a developer and leave it at that. But, you know, you can be a composer, you can be a writer, you can be a director, you can be a developer, you can be an actor, you can be a journalist, you can be a podcaster, like wherever it is, you can be a streamer, like no matter what your interest lies, you can be a part of this gigantic, wonderful, big industry. And it's always a, a good reminder when we talk to people to know that Everybody starts from humbling beginnings, you know, they, The mm-hmm. the Jennifer Hales of the world didn't show up day one and go, look at me, I'm Jennifer Hale, and I am now the <laughs> queen of, of voice acting. Like, like it, it takes time, but, but it's something that I think we lose sight on. Like, we see the biggest stars in the space, and we go, man... Like that seems overwhelming to to even approach that point. Well, mm-hmm. you don't have to, right? Just dip your toes in, take that first step. You know, there's and there's more resources than ever. You know, uh, speaking of Jennifer Hale, right? That website that she started, Skills Hub. Uh, yep. There, it's easier easier than ever to take coding classes. You know, it's easier than ever to take classes online for writing if that's what you want. Yeah, so it's easier to do what you want to do and and learn how to get your foot in the door and then. Like, I think that the theme that I see from everybody is just be patient. You know, it's not going to it's probably not going to happen day one. It's probably not going to happen rapidly. But if you keep working at it, you can get to where you want to be. Yeah, I
0: agree. I mean, you know, again, never in a million years that I ever think I'd be able to, you know, get paid to talk about video games to stream and and you know what I mean, be able to, you know get a little bit of like for me it was never about money as far as like with streaming and stuff like that for me it was just about being able to play video games and that was a way for me able to be able to justify to an ex <laughs> while I was playing video games but man did that did that, cha- that changed everything for me you know what I mean here, here we are on, on this show and talking about this um, and the some of the opportunities I've been able to uh, uh, you know cast for tournaments and and things of that nature, uh, it really opened up uh, a whole new world that I didn't realize. I knew it was there, but I didn't realize how much was there. And I think you made a really strong point too, Lucas, about the fact that now more than ever, the equipment, the people, uh, the the uh, tools that you need are more accessible than they've ever been in our lifetime. Um, and really, it's just it's just jumping in and, and, and doing it and, you know what I mean? And, and getting, taking what you have and going with it and learning from it. I mean, I feel like that resonates so much with so many guests that we've talked about. It was a matter of them just doing it and, Mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean? And, and learning as you go. And I feel like such is life. Uh, You know, that's what a a big part of life is, is just just doing it sometimes because you can get stuck in the oh, uh, let me I just want this to be perfect or, you know, let me you know, and then you get stuck in that zone and nothing ever happens. I am very much a person of action and, you know, just figuring out as we go, is it going to be the best? Nah. Probably not, but I'm going to learn and you're going to grow and then that's going to, you know, that will propel you to keep moving forward and to keep, you know, learning more, doing more. You'll start meeting people that also do things. Now, all of a sudden you're collaborating with this person on, you know, X, Y and Z or, you know, whatever. So it's made me dream about, you know, not dream, but like. I want to make a game. It's probably gonna be a crappy game, but I still, you know, this is given. You know, this makes me feel like, all right, dudes, like I've got some of those tools. I can do that. I can learn this stuff. So that's something. That's a goal that I have set for
1: myself is to make a game.
0: Nice. <laughs> you know, and that's what go. it's about, man. Just, just, just going out there and doing it.
1: Ryan, I think you need to also voice act in your game.
0: Boy, you already know what's <laughs> gonna happen.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you
0: already know that is that is portfolio work, baby. <laughs>
1: You know the the other thing too I I will say is is I've definitely gained a much bigger appreciation while I'm playing games than I used to have. Mm-hmm. Not not that I didn't try to appreciate games, but you know talking to people like Austin about the music or or Mike about like directing a game to to the the tons of actors we played. You know, it really makes me think while I'm playing a game of recognizing music cues, recognizing the voices behind the characters, you know, recognizing more artistic decisions and, and stories and whatnot. So it's really given me a much deeper understanding of it while I'm playing, which I think has made it a more fulfilling experience than before we started the show. Yeah,
0: no, I, yeah, I I agree 100%. And, and a lot of it too, I, I feel like it's, it's almost like, um, you know how like photography you, you, or something of that nature, you go and I just like taking pictures or whatever. And, then you know, you, you do really well and stuff like that at some point in time. And this is the part, even with like streaming and games and stuff like that is the business side of things, the Mm -hmm. marketing side of things and stuff like that. That definitely is a place that I was lacking in. So no, I, so I had no idea going in that I would end up, Picking up the you know more skills in an area that I had never even thought about, uh, you know, again, then helping helping to grow both personally and professionally uh, is huge, and it, and it's almost like you know with with how popular things are. Uh, as far as gaming wise you know I, I still very much feel like we're kind of on a ground floor and there's so much more room for there to for for growth innovation new things uh there's all kinds of places and spaces uh within the genre so take advantage of it now is the time if that is something or you're you're sitting there thinking about man maybe i'd like to do it do it stop thinking about it and do it
1: <laughs> oh yeah, just jump. You just got to take a step. You just got I mean that that's essentially how this show started is is just kind of by happenstance. We we went for it and all of a sudden we were doing it. <laughs> um
0: yeah good stuff good stuff you know again and and don't forget to you guys if you guys ever have questions or anything like that hit us up at land parties pod on twitter at lucas or at smitty 2447 uh we're on some other things as well we've got the youtube channel as well um so again you know we're just appreciative uh we're a year and a half deep and we're appreciative for for you folks that that listen to us weekly um that comment that that hit us up and stuff like that uh it means a lot to us um knowing that you guys are enjoying you know what we're what we're doing to people we've spoken with and you guys are just enjoying the show so uh thank you guys uh very much for for tuning in and and Helping making our dreams uh, possible.
1: Yeah, it's it's an honor to bring the show to you guys, and and we're glad that everybody uh, who listens is is hopefully enjoying it and finding value in it, and that's. That's, that's more than we can ever ask for. Absolutely. Lucas, what do you got going on this weekend, my friend? Well, I'll be either celebrating or mourning, depending on how this uh, bright session goes on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I'll say celebrate. I'll say celebrate. Yes. Uh, I do want to give one last quick shout out to Dan Salvato and the Doki Doki Literature Club Plus team. Uh, so they have sold half a million copies in its first couple weeks since release so i am so glad that so many more gamers are experiencing that ryan i know you said that you picked it up right yes i did i picked it up uh uh so i
0: haven't i haven't started it yet but it is on my uh it is in there i got it i got it for ps5
1: so i'm excited to dive deep into that and see what it's all about Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's wonderful to see that what was originally such a, a small indie title is now breaking into to even more of the mainstream and it's well deserved success so shout out to them but other than that i am just relaxing this weekend getting some gaming in i still haven't finished scarlet nexus so uh mm. that's probably next on my list of games to finish and then get right back into the mass effect saddle what about you Ryan? Nice.
0: Uh, another busy weekend for me. We've got baby shower on Saturday. Obviously the, uh, the game cast is at, uh, evening as well. And then Sunday, we're going to go out and do some maternity shooting. Uh, the little is going up to, uh, uh, Grant and Papa's uh for a little summer camp for a week up there so we're gonna have a little bit of a break uh but it's super close to when baby's supposed to be coming so, so it's like trying to figure out all right uh we're we gonna do and then there's a bunch of work things too so uh no relief in sight obviously i'll be doing my my i'm um, hopefully i'll be able to get a destiny raid in it's been a few weeks since i've been able to so i'm gonna try to organize something and then like i was telling you before i got into the uh new world beta uh-huh. uh the amazon games mmo or uh 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 yeah, so I'm gonna be, that that opened up. The closed beta opened up today. So I'm definitely gonna be playing that. I'm taking a little bit of a break from Metal Gear Solid Five. I know that I only have like four missions left to do and they're all like extreme missions. So I'm just like, all right, D, let me take a minute before I go back and, and finish, finish it off. Uh, but yeah, that's probably what, what my, my stuff, I, I, I tried to go back a little bit to, uh, 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 Outriders last night. I, I had some issues, uh, connecting, not connecting, but once I was in and then the, the group leader bombed us out and then like sure. it got all stuck, but, uh, yeah, mainly destiny and then, and then obviously new world. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a deep dive cause I'm not a big, uh, MMO or MMORPG player um the last one that i played was probably elder scrolls online i was loving it and then everybody i was friends with stopped playing it and it felt very lonely for me so i stopped <laughs> playing it uh, so i'd love to give it a good the good college try and and actually get into into one of those games they're just super time consuming uh but we'll see what it's all about and see if i end up uh if i think it's worth uh pick it up and when i'm sure i'll let you guys know but Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Don't forget to check us out on that tweeters, Lamb Parties Pod, at Lucas Hagen or at Smitty2447. Go check out Lucas's Bright uh, Live as well. That's this Thursday. Um, all kinds of tips about booking guests, and just the whole behind process uh, as far as journalism and, and journalism goes. Uh, it's going to be very informative. It's going to be awesome. Uh, We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you already know what it is, but I'm going to say it anyway. We love your faces. (laughs)